should not believe that. Hello, this is Melissa Libby, and you are listening to Mom Treading Water. In my last episode, I talked about being the expert in making excuses. So now it seems like a natural transition to start talking about reasons. But before we do that, if this is your first time listening, thank you and welcome for sharing your day with me. And if you're returning, I truly can't express my gratitude enough. I was not expecting this type of response, and it's motivating me and now absolutely creates reasons for me to continue on. If you haven't joined our Facebook group, please do at Mom Treading Water, and I will also include a link in the description. So let's get to it. As I said, this is going to be an extension of I am an expert in excuses. No worries if you haven't listened to that episode, you won't be lost, but I will include the link in the description for that episode. It seems like I'm going to lose my title as the expert of excuses, because the more I ponder and I reflect, I'm realizing subconsciously, I'm not allowing those excuses to stop me anymore. And I'm not sure exactly what is prompting that. I don't know if it's because I'm now older or because I have children and I want to set an example for them. Regardless of the reason, I'm starting to eliminate excuses. And for me, that is a huge success on its own. I think partly what's prompted that is that I'm redefining excuses and reasons. Excuses create barriers. Reasons create boundaries. We all have people that we know who are always asking for as much as they can get out of you. And we also know there are people on the other side of that who never say no. They never set those boundaries. In certain instances, you should not have to create that reason, but sometimes you need to. You need to allow for those boundaries and to avoid someone from overstepping, from someone taking advantage of kindness. My husband, James, has to be one of the most generous and kind people I have ever met in my life. Instinctually, he helps those in needs without any type of hesitation. His father was the exact same way. And I think of a circumstance where my husband, again, out of his kindness instinctually helped an acquaintance. We barely knew this person, and he was just diagnosed with cancer, and he had gone through a very ugly divorce. We're going to name this guy Freddy. We live in Maine, so in the winter, snow removal is never ending. My husband, instinctually, automatically, out of the kindness of his heart, did all of Freddy's snow removal all season for him. He never expected anything in return. He didn't expect praise or even as much as a thank you. He did it because it was the right thing to do. You help people when they're in need. So let's fast forward a few years later. And Freddie, happily, is cancer-free. He's going on with his life. He's working. He's dating. He's back to some level of normalcy. We know he's back to this normalcy because he told us that. In turn, he also knows that my husband is an extremely generous person. He knows that he is a giving person. He is constantly asking my husband for help. 
He's always asking him to borrow tools or how to do a specific project. Then he has him come over and look at it. When really in turn, he just wants my husband to do the work for him. And when my husband doesn't jump right away, if he just came home from work, he's spending time with the kids, anything of the sort. If he's not jumping right away to these non-urgent items, we'll just say he gets a little bit grumpy. Again, these aren't urgent requests. He is a capable man. He is fairly handy, but he takes advantage of my husband's kindness. He doesn't get that my husband is not his butler, is not his lackey. And he doesn't get that my husband's family time is an absolute priority, specifically when it comes to our kids. My husband leaves for work in the morning around 4.15 a.m. He has a long day, so his personal time is extremely limited. And Freddie never offers to reciprocate. I don't think it's out of being malicious. I think he's just unaware. I think he is just used to being that guy who always takes or realizes when someone is kind, he thinks it becomes an open door to request whatever he wants in that one single given moment. My husband had to start giving these reasons. He had to set boundaries because it was completely spiraling out of control. And my husband's reasons for not doing something is definitely not the same as me making excuses. Even right now recording, I am absolutely not creating excuses. Because I came up here in our little recording space, I found a hornet. So I had to get rid of that. Now, as I'm trying to record, it is clearly motorcycle day because it's so loud that I can even hear it in the background. I have to keep stopping, waiting, deleting out sounds, re-recording. I think in the past, all of those things happening for things not going smoothly or perfectly, I would have given my hands up and said, forget it, I'm not doing it. But now, I've committed to myself that I'm on a schedule, and I'm going to keep it. I'm not going to let the excuses, the barriers, stop me from what I set my mind to do. And that feeling of accomplishment, which is so tiny and probably even non-existent for other people who view it, is a big deal for me. One of the best pieces of advice I learned from a mentor during my sales career is that every day you should do one thing that makes you feel uncomfortable. And so now every day, am I doing this huge gesture? No, but I try to make it something because I feel like it means I'm challenging myself. I'm not allowing those barriers, those excuses from stopping me. Starting this podcast, extremely uncomfortable. Singing the intro to my podcast, uncomfortable a hundred times over. Even when I ran my first 5K, I always had an excuse never to do that little 5K. I wasn't in shape enough. I was too fat. I'm not an athlete. My own self-enforced perception of myself. I let that carry over from what I was told in the past. But it's still on me. It's still on me that I didn't believe originally that I could do that. My biggest thing was that because of my type 1 diabetes, I would never be able to keep my blood sugars in control. Then, with technology and all these advancements, it completely squashed that excuse. It completely squashed that barrier. But I think what really took it to another level 
was the encouragement of two amazing athletes, two women, my sister-in-law and my cousin's sister-in-law, I guess. They made me accountable in a positive way. They never had to demean me. They never had to push me or expected me to be at their level. Any tiny accomplishment that I did in my training, they were always cheering me on. They were always positive. Their support didn't allow me to make excuses. It didn't allow me to create barriers. Innately, organically, they taught me how not to make those excuses and encourage the reasons why I could do it. So Gina and Amanda, thank you both. Thank you for giving me a gift, your encouragement. That was truly a life-changing experience. It completely helped me change my own perception of myself. So I encourage you this week to become that person who encourages someone else that helps them not create excuses, not create barriers, help them achieve their goals. And I also suggest that you allow those people into your life that are going to encourage you, not tell you the things that you cannot do, not allow you to make excuses, not allow you to set those barriers. If you find that you are setting excuses or barriers to achieve something, come up with a game plan to defeat them, to take them down. Now, on the flip side of that, if you find yourself in a situation similar to my husband's, give yourself permission, not forgive because you're doing nothing wrong, so you do not need forgiveness, to set boundaries. And more importantly, follow through. Don't let someone guilt you for something that's a non-urgent request or you're not jumping when someone says jump. When you set boundaries, you are actually eliminating barriers because you're freeing yourself up to face a challenge and succeed in something that's important to you. Again, it doesn't have to be something huge. It can be something simple. If you enjoyed Mom Treading Water, if you could please subscribe and leave a review, I would greatly appreciate it. Also, don't forget to join our Facebook group, Mom Treading Water, to get updates, information, and I'll leave that link in the notes as well. Thank you again for your time today. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others. Until next time.